0: Welcome to the Real Estate Secrets Podcast. This show is about sharing lessons in commercial real estate that were learned from trial and error and working directly with CEOs of billion dollar healthcare organizations. Our mission is to teach the insider strategies used by the big guys to everyday healthcare operators in order to get access to the best real estate at the best prices. Hello, and welcome to Commercial Real Estate Secrets. I'm your host, Austin Hare. Today, we're doing a market update recapping what's been happening in the commercial real estate market over the past several months and trying to give you the best insight and information on how to make informed decisions moving forward. So it's been over a year since the pandemic struck and a lot of people are sitting on one of two categories, either A, you think that we are in for a recession. You think that it's the global economy, the U S economy has been propped up or B, You think that we are past the the dust. It's settled and we're in for a bright future. And so I'm just here to shed what I've been seeing in the marketplace and give my opinion on what's going to happen moving forward. And you know, full disclosure, I could be completely 100% wrong. Um, There are so many factors, so many unpredictabilities that could happen that all we're trying to do is make the most informed decision we have with The data that's available to us at our fingertips, right? And so here at Leaders Real Estate, you know, first of all, there's been a lot of talk about commercial real estate because what happens when you have a a pandemic or a a crisis or a recession or anything like that is the first thing that goes is the stock market. That falls really quickly because the stock market is generally a leading indicator. It's a future prediction of earnings. That's followed by the residential housing market and third sometimes close to the last thing to get hit is the commercial real estate market and that's because it takes a long time for this to settle in businesses for businesses to try and weigh you know make their way through the storm Uh, they go through all their cash reserves as long as possible before they finally end up closing the doors or whatever it is that they have to do that would give more vacancy in the commercial real estate space and so we have had a, a significant amount of time at this stage to kind of see where the dust has settled And so far from where it looks like to us is that we're not going to see that big of a a correction, if any, in the commercial real estate space. And so if you look at this from a broader perspective, what's going on, right? There are several things. Well, first of all, this was never a a financial crisis, right? This was not made by bad policies. I mean, this was a, a health pandemic. And the financials were... For all intents and purposes, pretty healthy, but pre-COVID, pre-pandemic, and so you had a lot of pent-up demand when everything was locked down, right? Now, some industries, some um, businesses, some sectors were adversely affected for sure, but outside of entertainment, hospitality, travel, um, you know, going out to eat, health, fitness, you, the largely a lot of these industries were unaffected, and if and not only that, they had some of their record years. So what's happening is you are seeing an increased demand for space as a result of covid. Now, it's a, it's a little bit it makes sense in hindsight, but at the time it was counterintuitive. And so we were thinking, a lot of people were thinking, okay, businesses, you know, people aren't going to go anywhere anymore. They're they're not going to want to they're going to do all online shopping, all retail. Um there's getting our all retail will essentially cease to exist and there's going to be a, a huge lack of demand and we're going to see these Buildings closing up, or going into foreclosure, or, or whatever it is, and so in reality, the what happened was quite different. So first of all, the first thing that was was hard to predict was that e-commerce actually takes up more square footage. Okay, and it's not commonsensical when you when you think about it, but. The fact is that supply chains, there's more supply chains to get a, uh, anything, whatever it is, from the manufacturer to the consumer, right? And so when you are direct shipping those, when you're drop shipping those, you're actually increasing the square footage requirement from a real estate standpoint. And so what's happening is that you're seeing, you know, these low-grade, we'll say D-level retail spaces, that are becoming less desirable, getting acquired or used for warehousing and industrial. So what happened is the value, the price of warehousing and industrial rose a lot. Retail did not rise, it actually it declined in some places, but it plateaued in a lot of places. Um and in some certain areas, it also it, it's it's increased, right? And so that's because you know you're always gonna have demand for top-grade retail. A-grade retail, the best of the best locations you are you will always have a demand for the best of the best right that's just that's a universal truth okay so what happens is your, when anything goes available in your A-grade markets, your A-grade retail markets, well, anybody that's looking for a good spot, maybe they're in a B-grade location or they're looking to upgrade, they're gonna, they're gonna come take that vacancy real quick, right? And then people who are in the C-grade retail, they're gonna move up to B-grade retail. And really the owners of that D-grade retail were the ones stuck holding the bag, in this case, a lot of times. And so what happened was, where previously retail was so expensive that industrial and manufacturing and warehousing, they all kind of went in these non-prominent areas well, that has increased so much that it's actually more economic for them to come in and grab these unoccupied, degrade retail spaces now. Sometimes entire shopping malls are getting purchased for warehousing and industrials, right? And so that was just something that's hard to predict. Now, another thing that you wouldn't necessarily think about at first is the fact that with something like a pandemic it actually increases the desire for space in and of itself in a retail situation and so like take a company for instance like lululemon as an example okay they are looking to switch some of their stores to be fully self-sufficient um units that uh, that don't have any neighbor tenants that aren't part of these malls right And so when you move from a shopping mall or an outlet mall or something like that where you got a lot of anchor tenants in in a congested area You're actually increasing the overall demand for land and square footage because now you want to have people to park there and what they're doing is they're incorporating a lot of the drive-through element so you can have somebody get on their phone make an order drive through and pick that up right or you could even have them return an order drive through and drop that off of course there's still gonna be that in-store experience because a lot of people like to just simply go out they enjoy doing these things they like trying on the clothes and so if i don't see that ever changing if it does i mean that is a very 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 long ways off right we're talking we're talking multi decades so in the near term and and in the midterm and even in in the long term you know you're going to see good pricing pricing for commercial real estate in our opinion and um and it creates you know it, it just creates a little bit of a dichotomy in the market the other thing that is a little bit ironic is inflation. And so we are obviously in an inflationary market. We've printed 30 to 35% of the entire US money supply that's ever been printed has been printed in the last 30, or sorry, uh, really 12 months, 12 to to 14 months, right? So that's a huge number. Um, You're already seeing inflation make its way through in asset classes, people who have assets. People who have assets are disproportionately, affected than people who earn wages. So when you create an inflationary environment by by printing money, having, you know, things like stimulus, checks, unemployment, government packages, what happens is the value of assets goes up on paper because now there's more money competing for those returns. There just is. And the wage earners are the ones who are actually the most adversely affected. And so, um, it, it and that is also ironic. But what you're seeing is, the the asset prices go up right so you've got commercial real estate you've got regular real estate you've got the stock market assets um, like owning equities and individual sh- shares and stuff like that those are all going up because there's so much money there's so much cash on the sidelines looking for returns and people who have had assets have seen significant increases to in their net worth on paper uh, it, while simultaneously the purchasing power of the dollar has gone down and so what I mean when I say that it's ironic is you will be investors are willing to pay more money right now for commercial real estate buildings in terms of cap rates. So they'll, they'll pay lower cap rates, right? Which means that you're paying more for the building. So where previously we might've seen buildings go for six or 7% cap rates. Those are going for, you know, five and a half five 5% cap rates. And that makes sense, right? Because it's like, yes, I want to, I'm willing to pay more now for an asset because if we're an inflationary market, that is going to increase in value over time. And that's true. However, what I mean when I say that it's ironic is the fact that those buildings are tied to the value of the leases. And the leases are not inflation-proof for the most part because they have built-in increments, right? Like they are they are very good at calculating for historical inflationary periods. And that's why you might see a 2%, 3% year-over-year increase on commercial leases. Or you might even see a 10% increase after five years, like every five years. Um, and so what's happening, though, is that those are already baked in. And if those continue at you know two percent, three percent a year, they're going to be underperforming the rate of inflation theoretically. Like obviously, we don't know the actual rates of inflation moving forward. We can only speculate. But assuming that we're going to see in, like increase in inflation rates than we have historically, that means that the two, to three percent rent increases will underperform those inflationary numbers. And you, but you still have people paying higher prices. For those assets and so that's where it kind of comes to a bit of a crux but all that being said you know we personally are we are obviously biased here at at leaders real estate but we think that it is a good investment to continue to invest in real estate I mean whether that's commercial or whether that is residential or even investing in the stock market because what you have is is a lack of supply I mean since 2008 builders have stopped really building at the same rate that they were prior to that and there has been a huge huge lack of supply. And for a while, the demand is, it was pretty low, right? But what happened is the demand has much, much outpaced the supply in terms of real estate. And so we're already going to be a little bit behind. And then when the pandemic happened, people left apartments and you know downtown scenes in droves and wanted to buy their own places, their own, their own houses, have their own real estate and with a lot of space, right? Like they wanted to get away, they don't wanna be packed in. They wanted to have their own space, their own backyards, be free to breathe fresh air. And that what happens is it, it's just, it drives the prices up like crazy. And so some people might say that we're in a bubble right now, but the reason we don't believe that we're in a bubble is because this demand is not going anywhere. They're there. You're having, yes, you're having bidding wars. People are paying over asking price for houses, for buildings, for whatever it is you list it and uh, it's getting snatched up like that. But it's because there is so much demand. There is a huge amount of demand. And in our opinion, we don't see that demand falling. We don't see that diminishing anytime soon. And so, um, you know to wrap it all up the the stock market obviously plays into that too and, and we've seen phenomenal earnings I mean really COVID created the opportunity of a lifetime if you were optimistic if you were bullish if you're willing to take some risks I mean you could have gotten the companies for deals that you may never see again in your lifetime some people took advantage of that some people didn't but uh, what we're seeing is the market continuing to go up you know continue to go up and to the right and um, It's going to be volatile, obviously, it always is, but we think that fundamentally there's enough sound infrastructure, there's enough soundness uh, to continue to have a bullish case for the market. Uh, The other thing that's actually that we consider good news, and um, I'm, I'm just regurgitating what I've heard Kathy Wood say over at ARK Invest, is that people are saying that we're in a bubble, right? People are worried that we're in a bubble. And that's actually a good thing because it means people are exercising caution. Whenever you think that there is no bubble, whenever you think that all you can do, everybody's in consensus that we can only go up from here. That's when you need to be really, really worried, right? When there is blood in the streets, um, that's when it's the time to invest, right? Be fearful when others are greedy and greedy when others are fearful. And so um, you don't want everybody to be greedy right now. You want there to be a a caution of pessimism um, to go along with that optimism. So. To wrap it all up, long story short, we think that it is a good time to invest. Um, Expensive, yes. Pricey, yes. But the the value is there. We believe it's gonna continue to go up. Um, It's not gonna get any cheaper. And so if you just sit on the sidelines and wait for an opportunity, I mean, you could be waiting a long time. I've known people that have been calling for a recession since 2015 and 2016, and they've had cash on the sidelines, right? Robert Kiyosaki from Rich Dad, Poor Dad. um, He's been calling for a recession since 2015. And if you missed, if you waited with cash on the sidelines, I mean, you would have missed out on a huge huge return i mean you you know what i mean and even even though we had the pandemic we had a 35 percent correction you still would be up if you invested on the worst day (laughs) of of 2020 and so we personally don't believe that it's the right time to set the sidelines um especially in an inflationary market where your cash is going to have less purchasing power we believe that you might have to pay higher than you would be used to normally than you would be accustomed to for typical assets and especially in commercial real estate but Long term, it's going to pan out because the value is only going to keep increasing and and keep going up. And so, um, you know, we're we're not uh, scared. We're not living in fear. We are optimistic and, and hopeful about the future. And there's just there's always going to be a demand for good spaces. And so, uh, keep, you know, keep looking. Keep looking. Keep trying to find those spots. Keep trying to find opportunities. Um, whether it's for purchasing for an investment or you're just looking for the the best location for your business. Um, the, the prices aren't going aren't gonna to get any cheaper. And so hope this was helpful. Hope this can uh, help you make informed decisions as you move forward. Again, this is all just strictly my opinion. Um, no no actual financial, I'm not giving you any actual financial advice. This is just what I'm doing and, and what we see here. So I hope you guys have a great day. As always, uh, if you like the content, let me know. If you hated the content, let me know. We're always looking to improve and get better. So please reach out and we'll talk to you guys soon. If you need help finding the perfect location for your practice or you're ready to invest in commercial real estate, email us podcast at leadersre.com. That's podcast at leadersre, R-E as in com. Or go to leadersre.com and fill out our form. See you next time.